0: fm to get started hey what's up everyone welcome back to the veep after show we're going to be talking about season seven episode three pledge we have mike on speed dan and amy visit the clinic and katherine inadvertently helps selena to man up so stay tuned you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz
1: <laughs> back at it Best episode, yeah. Best episode
0: so far. I walked into the studio and Mina was losing her shit. I was.
1: I <laughs> honestly, this like never happens, but I was crying. I was like. The tears were coming down my eyes because of how hard I was laughing, and I never laughed that hard. Like, not in forever. Oh,
0: perfect. so good. Leave it up to the the fine ladies and gentlemen at oh, Veep. Hey, so guys, good. welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm Amy Mastry. Super excited to talk about this episode. I don't know if I'm excited as this lovely lady next <laughs> to me. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Mina.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Mina Wahab. I love politics. I love pop culture, but I love Veep even more. <laughs> Combo of all, all of it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, tonight
0: we're going to go ahead and break down this episode, the third episode of the season. Three out of seven, we're getting, like, everyone that gets closer, I'm just like, yeah. A, I'm very sad. B, I'm like, where the hell are they driving this train? Seriously. Very excited to see where they're going. But, yeah, we'll break down the episode, kind of talk about all the different characters. Really, you know, all this this whole episode was about debate prep, mm-hmm. leading up to the debate at the end. Um, We'll dive into each of the characters, and then we will get into our special segment, called uh, what, what Trump's, Trump's Veep, Veep where we'll have some fun quotes for you guys. Um, we're going to quiz each other, see if we can figure out if it was someone from the beep cast or the President of the United States of America.
1: Terrifying, but funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really hard to differentiate at this point. I just, yeah.
0: I tested some of mine out be, um, uh, with some of the producers before beforehand. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. That's always
1: a good litmus test. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? Right. Test it out a little bit first. Um, So let's just dive right in. Uh, Cold open, comes right at us immediately. Kemi, you know, we already kind of saw that coming from last episode, but Mm -hmm. Kemi's officially announced. She's in the race. And uh, Andrew's still kind of causing trouble for Selena with everything going on with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're set up. They're in Iowa. They have a debate coming. What were your expectations going into this episode?
1: You know, I was a little let down from last week's episode. So, we talked about last week how it was kind of like a setup episode and this was going to be everything kind of coming together from what last week was setting up. And they seriously did a killer job this episode. I Like I said, I was laughing so hard, but also I didn't know what to expect. I was just like, okay, there's probably going to be a couple jokes. And I thought the focus was going to be mainly on Kemi, which it kind of was, but then it wasn't. And I love that they were able to show more candidates and um, also bring Andrew uh, back into the picture with, like... I don't know. I was, like, paying attention to the episode and I kept thinking how many parallels there were with, like, real life right now. Yeah. Kind of like how the Andrew Meyer thing comes into play and it it mirrors the Russia investigation with Donald Trump and how there might be some collusion there with the election. Kind of like how it was with, like, the, the financial... um what, Whatever Selena did. I, I don't know... The, oh, yeah, with, like, the Meyer fund. and yeah, yeah, like, whatever that was with him forging her signature and kind of you know the unethical nature of that yeah. um what it's supposed to be just doing what sort of andrew fun. does yeah yeah basically <laughs> um but i don't know it just uh... I love actual presidential debates. So this was so fun for me to be able to see kind of that mockery of it and how the crowd goes wild and crazy and how (laughs) debates really do influence the election heavily.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times based off of, as we saw certain just lines, you know, Mm -hmm. sound bites, quotes that you get from a debate. Definitely. Um, I liked that they set it up too that Jonah didn't make it to the big boy table. Mm -hmm. Um, he had to sit at the, (laughs) at the lower debate. So I liked that they even worked that in, um, But, yeah, you're right. I really thought that they were going to go a little bit heavier into Kemi and lean more into her in this episode. I'm glad the way they did this, though. I I feel like this was a very impressive episode to me, how much they covered. Mm -hmm. It was very strong on Selena. Not as much Jonah in this. One, but the Jonah bits, they hit really hard. Oh. So and oh my you got God. a little Richard, you yes. got some more, you know, you got yes. Mike running around like a maniac with his hipster hat. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of different stuff going on, Dan and Amy. So let's kind of jump into the smaller segments first and then we can save kind of Selena Jonah, the debate for last. Um let's talk really quickly about Dan and Amy at the abortion clinic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course. Amy would have those remarks just in her back pocket, ready to go. Yeah, as a pro-life uh, protester approaches her. Yeah. What 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 are your thoughts on how this storyline oh, is evolving?
1: I I loved it. I just felt like there was so much comedy in that statement where she's like, "You know what? You guys can shut up because here you are telling me to get an abortion, and meanwhile, your husband's whacking off to blah blah blah." Like. It's funny because I went to Politicon, um, this, this past Politicon, and, you know, the pro-life, pro-choice issue was so heavy and it's so heated. And it's like a lot of people who are passionate about just that issue are going to vote in an election depending on whether the presidential candidate is pro-life or pro-choice because that's the only issue they care about yeah. for those people who only care about that issue. So it was interesting to, like, see her say, you know what, like, you guys are such hypocrites because... Oftentimes a lot of, and I'm not trying to bash pro-lifers, but a lot, like, the art, so many arguments have been made about, like, how the people who are pro-life, who typically tend to be Republican, Christian, religious, because that's what it's based in, is, like, they're the same people that really don't care about the people of color once they're born. Mm -hmm. So there is, like, this weird level of hypocrisy where it's like, yeah, you want the kids to be born, but you also don't want programs to help single mothers and people like (laughs) raise these children like once they're born you don't care about them so i just thought like it was interesting how she was kind of bringing up the different type of hypocrisy with that group kind of like you're here telling us to do this but look at yourself in the mirror like don't act like you know you're so high and mighty when there's a bunch of corruption and unethical stuff going on in your household that you don't even know about.
0: Yeah, I feel like this was classic Amy because she got in these really hilarious and harsh zingers that she's so well known for over the course of this show, but then it also makes a really valid point and she's smart in it at the end of the day. I think we talked about last time how like oddly like she's for sure, the most competent team member that Selena has. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny that even right down to the last minute of her walking in, just being like, you spelled that wrong, too. So it's just like classic Amy <laughs> through and through. And then classic Dan, Atrocious. of course, shutting the door. <laughs> yeah, and trying to get people polling for uh, for Selena after that. Like, yeah.
1: For a second, I'm like, is this like some sort of weird backhanded thing to sabotage Selena? But then I was like, no, he's just an idiot. <laughs> nope, that's just Dan. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, I feel like... Th- this episode really did kind of take it back to the roots a little bit. Of we got a lot of really classic moments from everyone. It moved really quickly, um, and I think that was one for her. Uh, I, I think one of my standout moments, though, was when they were actually in the appointment, and Dan recommended one of those uh, sedative darts that they use on rampaging circus animals yeah. if they want to get <laughs> get Amy
1: to relax. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I I did not expect her to get the abortion, by the way. Like, when she was... I thought she was gonna see the baby's heartbeat and then be like, "Oh, like, oh no, like we can't do this." And then I thought that if she did get the abortion, that it would go in this weird, different route where it heavily and negatively impacts Selena Meyer's campaign. That's what I yeah, thought would happen. And you know what? It still could. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring that back somehow. Because yeah, I kind of thought Selena that they has were gonna... actively been outspoken about being pro choice. Yeah. So I don't know like how much it would affect Yeah, her. I kind
0: of thought that they were going to hold this story out a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So I am interested to see if they really are just kind of like, yep, that's, you know, that's the storyline, we're moving on, mm-hmm. especially now with at the end of this episode we can talk really quickly since we're already speaking about Amy getting the offer mm-hmm. um, to be the campaign manager for Jonah.
1: I would love to see that. <laughs> you don't even know. I'm so tired of Selena just shitting all over her. Excuse my language. I am so tired of it. And I want Amy to shine in the best way possible. I think yeah. I want her to be a big fish in a small pond. I don't want her to be a small fish in a big pond anymore.
0: That's so true, and it's so funny because at first I was just like, oh God, I don't want her to work for Jonah because then like Jonah's gonna win, probably. Yeah. No, <laughs> but for also her, it'll yeah, be like so she and why she also said, like, no, I need to be the campaign manager. If I'm gonna do this, I'm top dog.
1: Or what could happen is she could be the campaign manager for Jonah get him to be head to head with Selena and then Selena somehow brings her back and you know yeah. then she can beat out Jonah who knows who knows yeah. what they have they're end. setting
0: up a lot of good yeah. stuff right now Um, so speaking of I know we talked about this a little bit before the show speaking of Selena versus Jonah Richard who has been playing both teams uh, finally we find out that they didn't realize that because that was my question the whole time I was like do they, they can't know? realize that this is happening, right? Because like Selena would lose her shit if she knew mm-hmm. that he was helping Jonah as well. But we find out no, they didn't know, um, and he is now not needs to he does not need to be part of either campaign because he's going to replace this dog as mayor.
1: Yeah, I feel like that was smart when he's like, oh, like I stayed with both because they both gave me a raise and like yeah. I didn't know what to do. But <laughs> honestly, I hope he's kind of like out of the picture for the next few episodes because he's been annoying me so much. I can't even explain. His character. It's just, it's so overly played like ditzy and clueless and it's to the point where I'm just not enjoying it at all. I think it it brings the episode down in this weird way.
0: I think they used to write for him better. I'm a little let down by the writing for him this season Mm -hmm. because I've always loved his delivery on lines where like he actually is smart but in such a stupid way. Like he'll say things that you're just like okay, well, I know that's factually correct, but, God, you're also just such a little dum-dum. He's
1: like Gary, but different. Like, he, <laughs> he, like he's smart, but he there's a Gary-like quality to him, but for whatever reason, with Gary, I accept it. Yeah. Like, it's more believable in a way, but the writing for his character, it's just so, it's the same thing over and over again, and it's yeah. just not funny anymore. It's kind of like when, like... If a girl, like, plays dumb too often, then you're just over it. You're like, okay, yeah. like, it's really not cute. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? It'll, I'm Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, I'm wondering what where they're going to go with this now that he's kind of out of the picture of the campaigns. I feel like he's still going to play some sort of role in this last season. Mm-hmm. But I can also see him taking a, a pretty heavy backseat because they are kind of going to the roots of Veep. And he was a newer character who was brought on. I think he added a lot of value for those couple seasons. But I think, yeah, it's kind of like... They're like we're down to the wire. We're going old school. Yeah. So see, see kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really quickly, I just want to touch on Mike before we get into Jonah and Selena. Because I, he just always provides so much quick added humor. A little, like whenever it's just something that you just need something really, like when he's talking to his mom and it's just like I'm hat guy now. No, it's fat guy. Like, and then he starts taking Adderall. It's like these little moments where he doesn't always need the <laughs> biggest like, storyline. Right? <laughs>
1: he's like eighteen or I don't even he doesn't know always
0: need the biggest storyline to find a way to to bring humor into an episode. And I think that's. Um, a big credit to him, but also the writing team just kind of knowing when to weave him in because I wasn't sure what they were going to do with him this season mm-hmm. since he just
1: screwed everything up so badly last year. I don't really have an opinion about him. Like I'm not loving him anymore. Like I I liked him when he was part of Selena's circle. Now, yeah, like, I just kind of want him back in the circle because I really do like his character. But I just he's kind of just not that interesting and not exciting to me anymore, except during the times when he's interviewing Selena and asking a question, and she's brushing him off. In that context, I like him because I think he adds something to the story and to the plot, but when it's just his separate storyline, I'm just genuinely not interested. That's why
0: I think it's good that they're not really giving him full storylines. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, moments where he can screw things up again is essentially kind of all he's done this season. Whether it's letting something, you know, slip that he shouldn't, uh, overhearing and then repeating it. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they're not giving him those full storylines, but it's also kind of like I get that they had to kind of cut him out for a minute because of how much he screwed up, but also like storyline-wise, they're giving Leon nothing to do as her new communications. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's like, if you're going to do that, why not just keep Mike there? Because you're, yeah. you're not giving Leon really any major storylines either. I'm, I'm kind of confused by that
1: that like weird decision that they made but yeah i'm not mad at like how this episode played out by any means i just don't really care for those minor characters so much anymore right. get out um, of here peasants Yeah, no, that's how i feel i'm just like <laughs> but they just did such a great job with the key players like the yeah. major storylines like with jonah with selena with like each of them were so great like even with jonah like I was getting so tired of, like, the same old, same old thing. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it works. So I feel like you never know, but I'm so happy that this episode was very reminiscent of season one. Yeah, totally. In terms of humor, it was just, like, right on the dot, super strong, super powerful. And then also a lot of social commentary, if you read between the lines and see, like, what is the significance of this. Like, you see so much significance. Like, you can kind of, like essentially tell that there is this liberal bias interwoven through the writing of the show where it's kind of mocking those conservative values in a sense yeah
0: i kind of like that they mock a little bit of everyone like
1: it's yeah. definitely leaning into that but i do like that
0: they kind of mock everyone within it because like there's no winners in this i feel like there's yeah, no winners that's in true
1: this. i feel <laughs> like they did mock the whole like Liberal, like when they're making we'll get into it later. I don't want to yeah. steer the conversation well into yeah, attraction. we'll we'll jump
0: into um Jonah and Selena before we do that, though, I think you have a message for our viewers and listeners.
1: I do. Uh, we actually wanted to thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk, and for us to continue to grow, we could definitely use your help. So make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube right now, subscribe to our channel. But if you're not watching on YouTube and you're just listening on iTunes, which we love as well. Give us a five-star review or whatever you think we deserve because it helps us become more searchable so other people can enjoy the Veep After Show as well. And yeah, leave us a comment because we love interacting with you and we love feeling like you're a part of our panel as well. We just want to hear what you have to say. Um, you know, obviously being a part of After Buzz TV has meant so much to me because I get to come here, share my thoughts on politics, and I feel like... like This is our first show we've ever done together, and I just love the back and forth that we have, like Amy and I have. It's just really fun to be able to talk to someone who loves politics just as much as I do, but also loves comedy. And just seeing that, like, you know, similarities between comedy and politics and also the horror of politics and how (laughs) that's comedic in a sense, I love all of it. So thank you so much for supporting us and, you know, allowing us to do what we love, because without your viewership, without your interaction, we wouldn't really be here. So thanks, guys. Exactly. Well said. Well said. And I echo all of that. I echo all of that. Thanks for tuning
0: in, guys. So then we can just sit up here and rant.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. This is like my therapy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of therapy, let's talk about Jonah. (laughs) Great segue. Thank you. (laughs) Great segue. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, yikes. Um, So it's really interesting because I know we've had some talks about this so far this season of – are they trying to play into the Trump era of politics without saying they're playing into it? A
1: hundred percent. And with Jonah, 100%. yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I feel Not like just especially with Jonah, with Jonah with Selena, all of it. It's I feel like, like yeah. in this
0: episode especially, the way that Jonah, his like handlers, essentially cannot get him to stay on message is such a trump thing Mm -hmm. because you talk to like you hear staffers and aides and stuff in the white house of people hearing just horror stories of people just trying to get trump to stay on one message just read your cue cards buddy stay on the speech (laughs) and he just veers in the other direction and ends up who knows where and i feel like they're really pressing that hard with jonah he's always been someone who's kind of stayed off book but
1: like he is going in all sorts of crazy directions it is in this Whatever one. the hell he wants to do from that weird infomercial where he's punching Selena in the face and kicking, <laughs> like, uh, Kemi, just,
0: uh, uh, I just, wow. The, the fact that he had to have, um, one of his campaign managers tell him, like, no, you should not kick a cor- cardboard cutout out of a black woman in the vagina. And he's like,
1: what if we just kicked Selena then? I know. <laughs> and just how it, like it's justified because he's such a skilled improv actor. Yeah.
0: It's I mean Mm-mm-mm. he's he's putting on a clinic uh in, in this in this series of uh just, you know, everything from, yeah. from from as an actor the way that he's bringing so much to it and then from that character. My gosh, like I wonder if you can even count the amount of PR nightmares just in the past 3 episodes that he's had. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to see a list of that. Speaking of which, they had to bring in a PR team after his fiasco. At the fair, Mm -hmm. which I personally, one of, uh, probably my least favorite word on the planet is retard. Mm -hmm. I hate that word so much. I hate any form of it, any use of it. And these are the moments where it does kind of become okay because it's a villain who's being called out for how awful he is. Mm -hmm. But it's still such a hard, I just hate that word so much. Um, But I think they handled this well where right down to the last minute he's still going for it. He yeah. still just does not understand what's wrong with it and then calls something gay and then asks if the guy's on his period. Like, he just
1: keep, he's just digging the hole deeper. It's, yeah, it's just a never-ending thing. And I think, like, you know, now we live in a world where we have to be politically correct. I feel like in the 90s, it was kind of standard for even kids to talk like this where it was never, like, there. it's not like we've ever had a class on, like, what's socially acceptable. It's something you learn as you grow up and you realize, hey, maybe I shouldn't say this word or maybe this shouldn't be used in this way because it marginalizes this group of people and maybe there are other, you know, synonyms we could use. And he's like, they're like, what's another synonym for retarded? And he's like, mentally retarded. Yeah. And they're like, Technically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not where we were going with this, but okay. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, I, I think they're doing a great job of just, they're they're really seeing how far they can push Jonah. Mm-hmm. They've always been a show to push limits, but I feel like this season especially, you know, it's like just balls to the wall. Last season, Jonah's always been awful. Let's see just how
1: far we can push him. The debate part made me literally like I feel like that's when I cried. I don't I don't remember if it was the debate or when he gets the other guy to use the word retarded, even when he was, you know, in reprimanding him P- for yeah. that very thing. Like that was really funny. In the PR meeting, yeah. But uh Well let's way. actually talk about yes. that.
0: let's go into the, the um the, the smaller debate first, then we can talk about Selena yeah, and, the, and okay. the the main event. Um so let's talk about the debate that Jonah was in with the wizard. Um mm-hmm. and the, three other candidates uh, i know i walked in actually when you're watching this part in the studio and i think that was when i saw tears yeah i saw tears i
1: was i was crying i just i lost my i lost it i couldn't um i love them bringing back
0: Bree dan's old uh co-host from mm-hmm. the morning show to me yeah. doing yeah. the debate great good for her she was Great, good for her um and then the fact that he thought that you
1: can't say niger yeah she pronounced it Niger. So Niger. I think it was like a little more confusing. And I was like, wait, I always thought it was pronounced Niger too. But I guess I don't I don't even know what the correct pronunciation well, of that country is. Well, at least we know is. it's
0: not what Jonah thought it was.
1: <laughs> I was dying. He's like, I can't say that word. He can say that word, but I can't say it. And it's like he thinks he's actually being woke now and oh, uh, I was I lost it. That was so good. I think him putting, like, the
0: words that he couldn't say (laughs) on his hand, you knew that
1: that was going to lead to his demise because he was going to
0: be so, like, trying to call people out. So as soon as I saw that on his hand, I was like, oh, is he just going to try to call someone out for, like, something else or is he going to accidentally say it? And I love that just right off the jump, he's just like, you can't say that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love it.
0: Oh, man. Especially,
1: Especially that ending where he's, like, Like this, and, like, it's just a sensational article. Like, oh, my God, all these racial slurs on his hand. (laughs) I don't know how they're going to get out of that PR mess. Like, I don't even know... Well, that's why. I
0: mean, they're. Go- this is episode three. Mm-hmm. This is episode three, and that's where Jonah's at. So I think it's really smart that they are bringing in Amy right now because if anyone is going to be able to turn it around, mm-hmm. Amy's going to be able to. I think so. But I, I kind of want to see them keep pushing and see see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, but let's jump into Selena for for the remainder of this episode, and then we'll we'll lead up to the debate. Um, So, obviously, she's starting to freak out. She has her debate prep, which, in true Selena style, just does not do any of. Um, And I know she's worried about Andrew right now. She's pissed off that Kemi's running. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: When is she going to learn to not talk to Tom? Just shut your mouth around Tom.
1: Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of an idiot, too, because every time I'm like, oh, I I think they're actually going to partner up this time, like, there's, like, this naive part of me that's like, he's not going to stab her in the back. No, 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 like, they're actually, this is good game theory, like, yeah, let's be friends, let's form an alliance. If you were her Amy, you would just be like, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is like Big Brother, like, I get it, and, like... (laughs) Uh, I was just like, oh, you scummy politician, you, like
0: stabbing (laughs) Selena in the back. You know, one thing that I I thought, and who knows, maybe this is something that they might do eventually, I I don't see it happening now, when I was watching the episode before we found out that Richard was going to become mayor, I started thinking, I was like, wait, is Richard going to start working for Kenny
1: instead?
0: I kinda thought like May- there might uh, be something there, but then they did the mayor thing and I was like, I'm fine. I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with him replacing a dog as mayor.
1: I, I prefer that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wanna see someone else work for Kemi. Mean, we haven't seen who's really behind the scenes on her team.
0: No, no. I'm I'm anxious to see that. But yeah, I was I was thinking about that earlier and I was like, Oh, I wonder if that's where he's gonna go. But nope.
1: I wonder wrong. I wonder if like what we see with her is what is authentically her because you know how with all the other politicians we see how they actually are scummy behind the scenes and they put up this facade of oh i'm this i'm not this is how i'm running the campaign i wonder if she's kind of like this abrasive personality that's like oh let's just do some chant okay whatever like yeah you know i, I mean she learned from her. selena so yeah <laughs> you never know you never know um
0: so yeah really i mean the bulk of the episode was selena dealing with getting ready for that Andrew is, you know, God, Mike, have you ever seen a more slippery human?
1: The way I he, hate him, and I love to hate him because he really is slimy. He is so slimy.
0: And always oh, like it, similar to Mike has been this season, it's just like he's just there to make life hell for Selena and then leave. Mm-hmm. That's basically yeah. it. Basically it. Um, but then, so, Selena, back to kind of getting ready for the debate, says, we're going to do a, a non-negative. We're going to make a pledge to not be negative in our mm-hmm. campaigns. Yeah. Which is almost as funny as if Trump said that. We'll get it, We'll get into our special segment later.
1: But... I, I remember in my political <laughs> science class in college, we were studying political advertising, and we learned that negative advertisements actually hurt the candidate who is responsible for publishing that negative ad. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't hurt the person it targets, it hurts the person who issues it. So I don't know if that still holds true today. I feel, and we kind of saw it in this episode where, let's let's jump
0: into the debate a little bit, Tom, mm-hmm. also slimy, acts like he's not, go, goes ahead and kind of tries to turn it on Selena, which is still ballsy, though, because mm-hmm. he's still the one saying... That, you know, Kemi murdered her boyfriend, which we find out that she accidentally killed him in a car accident when she was 16. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, So I was like, that's still pretty ballsy. Because even though you're saying, like, no, you wanted me to say this, Mm -hmm. you're still the one saying it. And Kemi, of course, flips it around, but then takes the high road. Yeah. So to your point, I am interested to see if we're going to see a darker side of Kemi come out soon. I
1: think we might. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think she can stay on that that kind of plane, um, but that's what led to Selena's kind of like scrambling of what do I do? What do I do during the commercial break? And she she finally gets her catchphrase
1: mm-hmm. earlier
0: in the episode when she was trying to get the the small crowd to chant whatever, and she just couldn't get it. That was
1: yeah. Julie Louis-Dreyfus at her best. Oh, when she that, that that was hilarious. That was so funny. <laughs> like, I think nope, she said nope. she said something like "Finish unfinished business of four years ago." What did we come out here to do? And they're like. Finish the unfinished. Yeah, Yeah, no, not the four years ago. It was great. (laughs) It was so terribly executed. It was brilliant. I I
0: love the bookends of this episode, going from that to going to the debate, and she gets her chant. Man up. Do you know what
1: I learned from all of this? Honestly is that the way to win an election is to be authentically you. And we always learn as hosts that the best hosts are the ones that are the most authentic. And Selena in that moment, I feel like she was being pretty authentic, even though she knew she was using what she said earlier to, like manipulate that to her advantage yeah it was still authentically her it was something she would totally say this is true and <laughs> oh, i loved it and to be honest i was getting a little annoyed with kemi because when people always preface something like if i were to talk to you and every second i talk to you i'm like as an arab american female i really identify with the struggles of syrian refugees if i always yeah. said that to like the bec- like to qualify myself as an expert in my field. After a while, it would get so annoying and repetitive. Like, you don't hear Obama saying every two seconds, as a black man, like, we can see that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to remind us. Like, I get it. Like, we really understand. Like
0: That's such a good point. And, like, it set her up so perfectly because she was already on that rampage of just, like, millennials, man up. It's not that big of a deal. And then <sighs> Kemi starts pulling those lines, and she's just like, nope. And goes for it. So it was nice getting her to see her have that moment. But of course, true V fashion. Mm-hmm. Immediately afterwards, we find out that Mike is writing an open letter to Andrew about stealing his money, mm-hmm. um, and Amy's about to switch teams. So Selena has her moment, and then right
1: back down. Yeah. This is exciting stuff, though. It is.
0: You know, for an episode that had so much happening in it, they still laid a lot of really good groundwork for the rest of the season. I think they're really starting to shake things up in this one.
1: I don't think that's the stuff that's coming out is going to hurt her. I feel like it's the same thing as Donald Trump, where once you get the masses going and they're like, yes, I identify with you, you speak the truth, you don't speak like a politician anymore, we like that, then anything can happen, and, like, the worst thing can happen, and you still have that loyal following that's like, no no oh, no but you speak like us like yeah. we want someone who speaks like us and i thought selena myers was like a perfect combination in this episode of like you know she she had both sides to her in the debate she had the hillary clinton side that was super put together Kind of not trying to jab Hillary, but kind of not super authentic, but, like, too poised, too perfect, too kind of uptight. Yeah. And then she started switching to Trump, where she became more relaxed, say what's on your mind, say, like, man up, say whatever politically (laughs) incorrect thing you have to say and bash millennials. Okay, like, it literally sounded like a Trump thing, so... I felt like it was kind of great because she looked presidential and then she went into, yeah. I'm like you. I'm sick of this stuff. Like, yep. <laughs> It was great. That's so Good true. job, writers. Good, Good job. job.
0: Well, actually, so do you have any last thoughts on the episode?
1: I guess my favorite quote was, you know, when selena meyer is talking about kemi and she's like it's like dr seuss f maya angelou and oh, it's so funny back with the
0: fire back with the fire yeah. well really quickly let's jump into our special segment let's do it what
1: trumps veep yes i'm excited to guess
0: all right welcome back to the kremlin <laughs> this is the
1: best music ever just want to dance to it the thanks time. jonathan in the booth our engineer Yes,
0: thank you Jonathan. So, I have a, I have a couple quotes for us, so I'm going to have you guess. Uh, first one. My whole life has been heat. I like heat in a certain way.
1: That's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> Trump. It is Trump.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's weird. What? I wonder Trump. Like,
1: when he said that. I feel like I've heard that.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what it means either. There's, there's no context <laughs> there's, there's, that's going to be no in context. with any <laughs> of this. Um, so quote number two, with your face when you attempt to be charming, it really does come off as evil.
1: Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> These are so hard because I can almost imagine Trump saying that about Hillary Clinton, but it sounds like such a Selena Meyer thing to say, too. I'm going to say Selena.
0: There we go. You're on fire. (laughs) That was one, too. I I did that one to the producers earlier, and they're like, oh, God, I feel like it's Trump, and that's all. I I just... They just totally went with Trump, but then they were so sad that it might have been. All right, Jonathan, I'm going to bring you in on this one. All right, let's do it. All right, last quote. Nobody knows what a community college is.
1: Oh, definitely Trump would say some bullshit like that.
0: I'm going to go with Trump.
1: You guys got yeah. it. Trump. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely feel like you'd say that. That
0: one, I feel like Selena could say too, because like I feel like she frowns upon like anything that's not like Ivy League. Like, league. Or like yeah, like no one did even it, knows. Did what Trump a community go to Fordham?
1: Is. I can't even remember where he went. I think it was Fordham, but I'm not positive. And What's then it? he
0: created a fake university Trump for university. everyone else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one knows community college, but everybody knows Trump University. Go All to right. Trump University now. Well, next week, I know you will you will have some for us I as well. I have one right oh, now, actually. Perfect. Yeah, for both of you guys, actually. Right. Um, You want me to be some sort of party puppet? You can stick your hand up my butt and work my mouth. God, I hope that's Selena. <laughs>
0: It's definitely Selena. <laughs> it's such a scary game because you're like, it could be either one, but I'm could. really pulling for Selena.
1: Yeah, it was up my ass, but I didn't want to say that, but maybe that would have made it harder to decipher.
0: Oh, man. All right, well, we'll have some more quotes for you guys next week. In the meantime, let's really quickly jump into some predictions. Okay,
1: let's do it. Now, closing my laptop as TV. if this has the secrets for the rest of the episode like i can't even look right <laughs> no at one, one can see no. this i'm this is more about a hopeful
0: one i really want more gary we have not yeah. had a lot of gary in these first few episodes and i'd really like to see him have a good storyline whether it's something that he's scrambling to get done for selena Yeah, he wants more responsibility. Yeah, give it to him. (laughs) Give it to him. Give it to the bag man. I think I'd like to see some more Gary, and I think we're going to have a really strong um, Kemi presence in the the coming episodes. I hope
1: so. I really want to dig into Kemi's character. I think that's going to be great, because there's so much they can do with that. It could go either way. Yeah. Yeah, she could just be like this dark horse that, you know, we expect one thing, and then we get something else, and then she just comes out of nowhere and (laughs) crushes the election. Oh, well, I am very excited for next week. I like the whole uh, "math by Muslims" comment, <laughs> even though algebra—it was technically an Arabic thing, not necessarily a Muslim thing—because yeah. um, "jibber" is the Arabic root that the word algebra comes from. So that was just funny that Jonah said that in the in the teaser. And then, yeah, the whole thing about like race in the race. With Keegan Peels character coming in, yeah, oh, I'm excited.
0: This is—I feel like it's just going to be a roller coaster from here on out. Him.
1: I love him. He's so great. I love his Obama translations that he does. Yeah, uh, he's wonderful. Oh,
0: dope. Well, it, very excited for next week. In the meantime, Mina, where can we find you on social media?
1: You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mina Makes Magic. I'm much more active on Instagram. You can follow my stories there. I love movies, politics. And beep.
0: <laughs> and I'm Amy Maystreet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Maystreet. I just complain about Trump a lot and have pictures of my kitten. So Aww. tune in. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it.